Good day on Bed Talks. Today is the first day of October 2018. Big show coming to you today, live from Alpharetta, Johns Creek, Duluth, Georgia. We still don't know where the hell we're at. Um, but good to be talking with you people. As you know, from our um, avid listeners, all 16 of you, um, we do a question of the day. And today's question of the day is, boys, you have your shoes off first, first off. Can you see your toes, your bare feet? Yes. No. Take, si, senor. Take, take your shoes off so you can see your pinky toe on your foot. Well, I have my Crocs on, so I can't see my, my feet in general because they're camo. Okay. We'll slide them off. So the question of the day is I've, I've kind of been on this train, this would-you-rather train lately. I'll get off eventually. but You got a my, foot fetish or something? Nah, my question of the day today <laughs> is I might have a uh, – I don't know. You big well, foot job guy? Foot job guy, yeah. Um, Interesting Pornhub section there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, my, so my question of the day is, would you rather have your penis the size of your pinky toe or have all your fingers the size of your penis? <laughs> it's, 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 it's off the wall, as mm. always. Um, I don't know. I was just looking down at my pinky toes today, and uh, they're pretty small. So... Uh, I don't know if I can Wait, so all, all your fingers? Yeah, they're all the same length. No, no, all your fingers would be the same size as your penis is currently right now. All 10 of them. Or you could have your penis the size of your pinky toe. I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to have to go with the uh, fingers the size of my penis because, well, it's not very big, as I've stated previously, but um, it's bigger than my fingers right now, and I, I would like to have bigger hands. Okay. Um, to stroke my bigger penis. <laughs> Keaton? Uh, dude, I'm probably going to have to go with my dick the size of my pinky toe, man, because <laughs> okay. I just don't know if I'd okay. find any gloves or anything to fit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Moving well, they have on. extra small in the back. But... <laughs> Touche, Keith. Touche. Moving on, we're going to get a little serious here. And um, I was just scrolling through today trying to come up with some stories kind of off sports related. Um, but I did score across this one. This was our backyard, so I did want to bring it up. Um According to NBC News, a Georgia high school football player dies after Friday's game. His name was Dylan Thomas. He was a linebacker at Pike County High. And apparently to the article from NBC, um, he suffered a head injury during the game. And then his left side of his body, went, leg and arm went numb and later died on Sunday. Um, I know, Keaton, you played Jeez. high school football, and I'm going to start with you. Um, I mean – our kids these days, I mean, we see them, these five-star recruits and these, these just freak athletes come out of high school. I mean, we see it in the NFL especially. Is the game just getting too too rough, too fast, too physical, or is this just bad luck? Well, first, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers, T's and P's go out to the family of the, sure, sure. Of the kid that passed away. Uh, you know, that's terrible. You never want to hear anything like that happening. But, um, you know – uh, as far as I've been playing, as long as I've been playing football, you know, a couple kids will pass away throughout the year, whether it be from conditioning or, you know, there's always the chance you could end up in a, you know, complete paralyzed body from playing the game. And uh, I feel like that's just kind of what comes with it. Uh, so pretty much everything that we do on a daily basis is going to cause, you know, there's some kind of life threatening thing that could happen. I mean, shit, like they say, you know, driving a car is one of the most dangerous things you can do. So I don't think we have to put football in a negative light. Um, you know, it's an awful, awful circumstance that someone who passed away playing the game that, that we all love. And and uh, and I have a lot of respect for the game. I, you know, I think it, it builds 
uh, good men across this country. It teaches you a lot of lessons, just like all sports do. But, um, you know, the, the game is rough, and it always has been rough, and, and I don't think it's getting any rougher. Okay. Um, you know, there's been a lot of things put into place to kind of stray people away from, uh, you know, the helmet-to-helmet contact and that sort of thing. So the best thing we could do is hope for a clean game. And, uh, you know, I, I don't think it's getting too rough, but there's a lot of things you, they have to be taken into consideration before you start playing. Sure. Cole? Yeah, I mean, I'll touch on it a little bit. Obviously, um, RIP and my thoughts and prayers go out as well. It's terrible to hear. Um, but uh, touching on that in college, I, I saw where uh, – Somebody from Maryland, kind of the same situation happened. I think it was a heat exhaustion um, scenario. But, um, yeah, I mean, you, you never really know until you get these kids, that, you know, in a hospital. A lot of times they have, you know, trainers on site that uh, can do their best. You know, all this stuff's unfortunate. But with the technology and stuff we have nowadays, um, I mean, I think there we've sh- – came a long way and we're doing all we can stuff like this is going to happen sometimes unfortunately it's part of the game like you mentioned you have some of the best athletes in the world uh in a dead sprint running into each other um <clears throat> someone's gonna know, eventually so, get hurt yeah so um r.i.p man it's, it's terrible to hear I, I think we've got a lot more uh learn and stuff to do but sure. uh, i think we've made some some big strides well that leads me to my next question i mean I see us as three, three, 25, 26 year old men. Uh, eventually, we'll have kids and twenty-seven. Uh, tw- yeah, happy, happy late again. <laughs> I just, I just turned twenty-five. So, uh, um, anyway, when when you have kids, hopefully, um, we'll have kids. I mean, they they grow up playing sports, high school sports. You have a boy. Um, will, will you be hesitant to let him play high school football, or is it something where, I mean, whatever happens, happens? I'll start with you, Cole. No, not at all. I mean, I. Just the way I am. I mean, I grew up playing football, baseball, not really basketball. Um, but, uh, no, I mean, I, I want to – well, first of all, I'm going to let my kid do his thing. I mean, if he wants to be a fucking golfer or whatever, um, let, it do, let him do his thing. He's going to be an athlete, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> I spread my seed into a, a woman, uh, obviously. Well, I'm not getting into that. But Got to um, find a breeder. Yeah, True. absolutely. But, uh, no, I mean, I, I'm going to let him do his thing. But, yeah, I mean, I, I would hope that he'd be uh, – you know, into football, baseball, basketball, that stuff. But no, I mean, I, that, that's part of it. Like Keaton said, dude, you, uh, some of the most, um, you know, thing you can die from driving every day, you know, so I, I'm not going to sure. sway him away from anything. Keaton, you going to let him play? I mean, no worries. I, I mean, roll him out there and play To ball. be completely honest, man, it's uh, after going through it myself and having a few head injuries, uh, you know, I, mm-hmm. I still don't think that I'm the same way after having multiple concussions in high school. Um, I don't know if it's the vitamins or if it's the head injuries, but, you know, something slowed me down a little bit coming out of high school. Um, but that being said, man, it's like Cole was saying, it's, it's up to, it's up to the kid who wants to play. Um, I'm always going to be behind, you know, any kind of family member. So I couldn't imagine any different with my children, but, uh, you know, I definitely won't be as thrilled about it. Um, you know, as, as I was when I first started playing, but, you know, ultimately it's their decision. I'm, I'm all for it. Awesome. Well, uh, we just wanted to give a shout out, uh, kind of not throw a damper on the day, uh, but just a big shout out, prayers, thoughts, and thoughts with the with the Dylan Thomas family. Uh, moving on, I did have on the rundown we were going to talk about Cardi B being charged with endangerment and assault, but three guys, as we mentioned before, in their twenty five to twenty seven range, we don't really know much about this chick. So I'm switching it up. We're going to talk about because we heard a song come out maybe last week. It was. Um, XX Extension, or is that however you say his name? He came out with a song recently. And what do you guys think about these rappers coming out with songs after they've uh, passed? I mean, 
is it to me sometimes it feels like these guys fake their deaths just to because apparently you make more music or more money when you're when you're deceased so i mean do you like when rappers i don't know if you say like it but i mean do you listen to the rappers music once they're dead once they, if they once they've passed and they come out with a song after Cole? i mean yeah i think to touch on that is a great point because um the way that and i think you can look at the music charts right now i mean I've always loved Mac Miller, um, but I grew up listening to him. I feel like when I was in my early ages of high school, you know, going through. But when he passed away, R.I.P., um, I downloaded, I can't even tell you how many more songs, and I'm still jamming them. So I think that's kind of the same scenario here. Um, a lot of mm-hmm. people don't – I mean, who knows if he was, was planning on releasing this song, um, you know, before he passed away. Well, well then the, well, I'll ask you this question then. Say they do die, who has the rights to release the music? I, I guess would it be their studio, whoever's got them under contract? I, mean, uh, I, I think it, contractually... They never wanted it to be released? I, I think contractually speaking, if you sign yourself to a music label, I'm pretty sure you sign away your likeliness. So I'm yeah. sure that... We do have a buddy. We do have a buddy that... That is signed to a label. Shout out Till. to him. Uh, we don't know how it really works. Too true. Maybe we can get him in here and and ask him. But uh, go on, Keaton. Yeah. So I mean, that's pretty much the gist of it, man. What, if you signed away your likeliness, then then uh, even if you're alive or if you if you passed away, you know, it's it's pretty much your, uh, you know, whoever you signed with, it's their decision on what goes out and what doesn't and who makes. I money. think but I think it's I, a little creepy though that they they're both yeah, on right, the song yeah, that, and they're was, both yeah. dead. That's a little Seriously. weird. Yeah. Did y'all, did y'all see the halftime show? I don't know if it was last year or two years ago with Justin Timberlake, and he had the uh, hologram of Michael Jackson dancing. Uh-uh. I mean, do you, it feels kind of weird to me when these people are, who are dead, I, I hear the voices produce something after they've been gone. I don't know. It just feels a little weird to me. Um, and speaking of music, we'll keep it in the music industry, being from Atlanta, the ATL. We're in the epicenter of rap culture. Um, Lil Wayne, the Carter Five dropped. Um, I'm just going to shout this out there because – I'm, I'm just saying. I'm going to be the first one to say it. I think it flopped. Buns. Sucked. Buns. Okay. All right. So, as we're all three on the same page, I know we're probably going to get some I downloaded watch. one song off of it. I, a big one. So, I mean, normally the card, the Carters is something we look for for years, and we download it, and you listen to the thing. Oh, I still, through, dude, I still, through, I still I have mean. songs from the Carter um, on my playlist right now. Great. Big Lil Wayne fan, but um, yeah. I, I think I had a, a kind of a good um, comparison uh, like Lee Corso on um, Game Day, he's he's a yeah. little out of his. Uh, his so thing. does he hang it up? Does he need to? He hang probably it up? needs to. I know he's had a lot of issues with Scissor, if you will. Um, that, that yeah, and he's had to have you know cancel shows. Been in the he's had multiple um, aneurysms and stuff like that. So I mean, he's he's definitely starting to get. I think he's started to peak or plateau, and he. I think he's kind of. I, I wasn't a big fan of it, and I hate to say that because it's Lil Wayne, but I, I wasn't a big fan either. Keaton, what was your Keaton? What was your favorite song? If you had, fuck, oh, dude, I, I couldn't really tell you a song name off the top of my head. Wow, but... and that that hurts. That hurts all three of us. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, you got to kind of think of it the same way we were talking about college football the other day, just being so biased to a particular team or artist in this situation, where you know, even if they're coming out with some music and you're hype about it, you got to know whenever the music's trash, you know, so. It's just sure. like whenever, you know, yes. Georgia's playing and, you know, my dick is full erect and you couldn't tell me <laughs> anything about Georgia being bad. It's it's the same kind of situation, I think. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're starting to come through the – starting to see the light at the end of the day. <laughs> that was big of you. Um, we're just going to talk about it briefly because I know we don't have really 
too many MLB fans. Shout out Tyler. Um, but as I saw today, I was I sat down, I was watching a little bit of the MLB coverage, trying to figure out who the Braves are going to be stuck playing. And um, I saw an interesting stat today: two teams or four teams, excuse me, are playing their 163rd game of the season to decide who wins the Central and the West NL title division or titles. Excuse me. Um, we'll start with the first one. The Brewers beat the Cubs three to one and clinch the Central. So now the Cubs have to turn around and play the wild card game tomorrow, and they will face the loser of the Rockies and the Dodgers. Now, Cole, I think you had an update on that game. Yeah, no, I mean to touch on that, uh, Brewers are, are playing really good ball. I mean, they, they obviously they got Yelich. Um, they're they're playing really well right now. I think it's pretty cool that um, this is a hundred sixty third game. I think the best way to to um, have these kind of scenarios is to have teams played out instead of you know, people voting on it or, um, you know, looking at rankings or strength of schedule. I know you can't really do that in MLB, but I like people playing it out. Like, put your money where your sure. mouth is. Let's get it. Um, well, do you like the world or wild card game then? I mean, deciding the entire season, 162 games, in this case, 163 games on well, yeah, I mean, one uh, wild card yeah, game. I do because um, it's how your season played out. I mean, it's a long season and the best teams are going to prevail. I mean, it, I know it's one game and it's, you know, kind of like, well, well, shit, it's, like you just said, it's 100 season. Well, they, they had all season to prove, prove themselves, and um, I know one game cannot, you know, can't – like the uh, wild card game a few years back and the Braves, you know, the infield fly rule or the infield fly game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's hard to determine games off just that uh, – wild card games off that one game, but they had all season to prove themselves, and um, people okay. make runs in the playoffs. This is when you need to be playing your best baseball. So put your money where your mouth is and, you know. I like it. And to give you an update on that Rockies-Dodgers game, I mean, it probably won't matter, but – Dodgers at the end of are the smacking them, yeah. So, it's looking like it's going to be the Rockies and the Cubs playing it out, and the Braves will face the winner. I guess it, I guess the Braves will face the winner of the wildcard game? Yeah, I mean, and to touch on the Dodgers-Rockies game, too, I mean, you got Machado, Justin Turner, uh, Cody Bellinger, um, Seager, all these guys who are just a very high potent offense. Um, obviously, you got Kershaw, really good pitching. Um, it, I mean, they're they're gonna they're gonna be really good. And I know I touched on it last time, but um, the Cubs are gonna be playing the Rockies. It looks like I'm gonna take the just to go ahead and throw this out there. I'm gonna take the Rockies over the Cubs. Um, Addison Russell isn't with them right now, um, so I the bottom half of the lineup for the Cubs is kind of eh to me. Top half's good, but you got. Hey, we're down there. They're, I'm just not a big fan, so I'm, I'm gonna have the Rockies that are gonna win that one. But um, I like yeah. it. Well, um, that was our little MLB uh, rundown. I know we'll have more for you once the playoffs commence, but um, that's just kind of what's going on right now. Um, speaking of locks, Saturday college football as we have three degenerate gamblers in the house. Uh, we took it on the chin. I think um, we'll get to some bets if we hit any later, but. We're going to start with Saturday's recap game of the week, Ohio State beating Penn State 27-26. Boys, they've played – the last couple of years, they've played some absolute thrillers. I mean, can we – is there anything you could take – I'll start with you, Keaton. Is there anything we could take away from these games? I mean, they just – every time they play, it seems to be a, a highlight game. I mean, blockbuster. Well, we definitely see the rise of Penn State there and the continued success with Ohio State. Um but for Ohio State to come in there uh, in Penn State at Penn State to, and, and come away with a win in an absolutely electric environment is 
wide yeah, out. Yeah, that's, that's unreal. Uh, Dwayne Haskins, a little bit of a slow start. Deep, uh, Penn State's defense came out firing, you know, uh, jumping down their throats in uh, second half. <laughs> Urban Meyer made some good halftime adjustments and ended up getting the job done. Yeah, I mean, like Keaton said, the the whiteout, unreal environment, that's one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Um, And then at one point, everybody was holding their phones in their hands or lighters or whatever, and it was just really cool. Um, I can't imagine how loud it was there. But I think to touch on that, Ohio State and Penn State both are the real deal. Dwayne Haskins is a stud. Okay, I I think both of these teams are the real deal. I know every year everyone wants to bash on Ohio State. Oh, well, I feel like they really don't play anybody. Oh, yeah, they're in the top five already. They just kind of throw them in there. Dude. Ohio State, um, which jumped Clemson, by the way, um, is the real deal. I think Penn State is as well. You can't really um, downgrade Penn State that much. They play with them the all game. They're, they're a good-ass team, too. And I, I was just throw this in there, my two cents. Penn State's defense, I mean, good nice. Lord. We said, it, we said it. We were watching. I mean, we just couldn't get over how good that defense looked. Um, speaking of looking good, is Notre Dame the real deal Holyfield? I mean, they, they beat Stanford, who was ranked, I think, Notre Dame was eight, Stanford was seven, um, 38-17. I mean, to me, they look like the truth. Are they just posing? Uh, Cole, I'll start with you. Uh, no, I, I think they're really good. Um, I, they have a, a an odd scenario, you know, where they have um, – they can pr- pretty much play anybody in the country um, because of the, the conference situation that they're in, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, they have a really good strength of schedule. They're playing good teams and they're getting the job done. They switch quarterbacks, you know. Um, uh, Wimber, I can't think, I can't say his last name, but the Wimbush, Wimbush, Wimbush. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. he did, he hasn't played the last two games and they've looked really good. They beat the shit out of Wake and they played a, a good mm-hmm. Stanford team um, and beat the shit out of them too. They're looking really good right now. And uh, like I mentioned before, Brian Kelly, a lot of people wouldn't think he's the active coach in the FBS right now. So they're definitely being coached up and they're looking good so far. So they, they make they make it make a run. Keaton, does Notre Dame make the playoff? Oof. I mean I think with the Georgia loss or someone losing in the top top five or uh, I, I didn't get a chance to see the rankings today. But um you know I I think it's a little early to call anybody hitting the playoffs. Um but I, I think they are a playoff caliber team. Okay. Well, I like it. Um, and sticking with you, Keaton, since you are our resident UGA fan fanatic, rate their performance against Tennessee this weekend. I know you didn't seem too thrilled. Um, I, I feel like Dog Nation's probably behind you on that. But, I mean, you coming out of this game down, I, I mean, you did get the win. It, was, it wasn't a pretty game. But, I mean, overall, rate that game for me. Well, you know, second half, it was kind of like an Ohio State situation there. I mean, obviously, didn't play as good as a team, but – we just really didn't have the ball roll until the second half. Um, you know, obviously I, I lost some money on the spread there, uh, which kind of <laughs> made me debate on if I'm going to be betting on Georgia. Oh, it depends on the spread. I'll, I won't go that far. But, uh, <laughs> but I think for a, a team that we thought we were just going to roll all over, uh, we had to take in consideration, you know, they have a coach who, you know, came from UGA or played it or coached for UGA at one point. Someone's been real familiar with the SEC. So, uh, you have to you have to take it with a grain of salt. Uh, was that he was at Bama? Yeah, he was at Bama. He did he did coach at Georgia? He played it played it uh, Alabama actually too. Um, but I think at the end of the day we got to start 
taking a look at uh, at Georgia for what they are. And, and uh, honestly, it looks to me like Justin Fields was commanding the offense a little better than Fromm, which is okay. tough, it was just oh, tough uh, for me to are say. Are uh, we hearing the rumbles in Adams? I, I, I mean, we just, for a change? I don't, think it's, I don't think it's as intense as it was with Kelly Bryant, uh, Trevor Lawrence sure. situation. Uh, but as long as we're winning games and not having close scares against shit teams like Syracuse, I feel like there's no need to take Fromm out. Uh, I think they complement each other pretty well, but I'd be lying if I said I didn't want to see Justin Fields in there full time. I like it. Hot take. I hear you heard it here first. Bet talks, October first. Uh, moving on, Texas snakes by Kansas State. Our resident Texas fan in the house. I'm gonna get his opinion. Is Texas a real threat in the Big Twelve? Uh, well, I mean, there I can go into the full analysis of the game all day, but I'm not gonna do that. Um. Yeah, I mean, 19-0 in the first half. They handled them pretty good. I mean, you think if that's a 38-0 game, that's pretty damn good. Um, but Yeah, but not a, not a point in the second half. Right. So, um, yeah, so what we've – typically what's happened this year is we've been a, a second-half team. We've played a good enough ball to be in the game with everybody in the first half. In the second half, we've turned it on. I think it was 42-3 to um, point differential in the second half against TCU and, and USC. Some two pretty good teams. Everyone, yeah, they may not be top 25 teams anymore, but pretty good programs. Um, so we haven't put it together for a full game yet, and um, I'm hoping we can this weekend against uh, the Sooners. Um, the Sooners. The Red Rivalry. Huge game. Yeah, Red Oof, River. Huge game. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll uh, preview that game on Thursday, so we won't get into it right now. But um, moving on. Keaton uh, foreshadowed it. He took an L on the spread in the Georgia game. Boys, did we hit any bets? Absolutely. If, if we hit one, call them out. Buns weekend. I went over two. Okay, did, I was did, five for my last two? five. Keaton? Went over two this weekend. Keaton. Yeah, I, I'd have anything. I'd have to take a look at the numbers, uh, <laughs> but. I'm definitely paying my bookie this weekend. This week. Yeah, so, <laughs> dude, I, it, I, I was on the UNT, the North Texas train. Don't, I really don't know much about them. I mean, I, I've been doing research. I've been watching their games, but off the train now. I rode it for long enough. They made me some money, but, boys, your ass. They lost to the Louisiana Tech. Um, so, I'm off that train. The other, the other bet that I was looking at. Yeah, no, they give look them, good. You got to give they them do. some credit, man. They, play, they play LSU, good against LSU. Yeah. Uh, um, but I, I'm I'm done. I'm off that train. They uh, and the other bet I have was Memphis and Tulane, and Tulane came out of nowhere and smoked Memphis. So um, I, I took took Sunday off, and I'm gonna have to regroup, and we'll see what I come up with. Uh, we'll preview that on Thursday too. So I've got I've got a question before we move on to the NFL. What team are y'all? Is it like the girl in college that is really really attractive? Your unicorn. Your unicorn, but she's got. She's got an STD, but you got to go back to her. You can't stop betting on this one team, or you think this team's going to do something every week, and they either let you down or, or just don't hold up to their end of the game. What, what's I, that team for you in college football? Cole? Well, I uh, I actually have some real stories about some actual real girls. I won't throw any names out there. Whoa. Won't throw any names out there. Whoa. Um, but uh, who's that? Who's that team that gives you hope and just leaves you with with a fat sack of blue? I, I mean, I. It's for me. It's been Texas the last few years. Um, okay. But I, calling out home state. Yeah. I mean, shit. I got. You gotta. I gotta be honest. I mean, I'm. I'm a big fan, and I'm not a fair weather fan. I mean, if, I've been a fan my whole life, and we've been shitty half of it. But, um, but then, but also, um, who's kind of disappointing me? And and I, I didn't know much about him. I'm just 
I'm, I'm a big Shea Patterson guy. I, 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 Michigan is not holding up to they're not doing as good as I thought they were going to. Um, squeaked one, one out this weekend too. I had them on my final, my uh, top four at the beginning of the year, kind of a hot take, um, and it was an extremely hot take because they're buns. <laughs> Keaton, I mean, I would definitely have to say Mark Rick era Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> That that was that was mine. <laughs> Any Mark Rick coach team, Miami, Georgia. Oh my God! Just, it's just uh, dude. He lets it's me down. Following him to Miami too, which is, I hate for him. Good Lord, you know, good guy. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's about winning football games and and you know high. Most overrated coach in college football right now. What's that? <laughs> Most overrated coach in college football, or is it Chip Kelly? Oh God! I, I mean, we got dude. If you look at it, there are some really high paid coaches with some really bad records. Yeah, but I mean, it, it my, just, my I, I've seen firsthand with all the Texas shit. It, dude, it takes a little bit. People don't understand. I know fans are impatient, but you can't come into a college program where, one, you don't have any – the guys you recruited, you're taking on guys from the last coach. It takes yeah. – people expect to turn a program around a year. It's going to take four or five years. you got to get all your guys in there to fit your system to get things to turn stuff around. So, Chip Kelly, we all know is, is going to be a, you know, a high-powered offense, and – they're not doing very good right now. He doesn't have any of his, any of his recruits. Uh, fans are obviously all impatient, but it just takes a little bit. It's, it's, it's that type of world. It's unfortunate. You know, it's you know that, these, me, me, me. these rebuilding now, now, years, now are they suck, and it sucks for everybody that's related to the program or who cares about it, but it just takes a little bit to rebuild stuff, and I think people are just really impatient. But, yeah, Chip Kelly, is <laughs> he ain't doing too hot right now. I love, I love Keaton. I love the Mark Rick take. That, that was mine. That's a, I mean, from coming from Keaton, a diehard Georgia fan, I know he's been punched in the gut a couple times by some Rick coach teams. Oh, dude, um, Atlanta in general. <laughs> move, yeah, speaking of that, we'll, we'll move on to – we'll get to Atlanta in a minute because we had some big news this Sunday. Um, the NFL, we'll start with, as we did with the college, the game of the week happened on Thursday. I mean, that normally we were so used to these Thursday games being shit games that we wouldn't even tune in, but – I have to be honest, some of the games this year on Thursday night have been electric. The Rams defeated the Vikings 38-31. Did y'all see the uh, the touchdown where the guy high-fived uh, YG? Yeah, that was Robert Woods. Oh, oh yeah, I did Robert see that. Yeah, some, I saw a tweet, too. L.A. guys, YG's from L.A. Robert Woods went to USC, okay. went to high school in L.A., so that's kind of that was kind of cool. How, how was he allowed to stand up on the table and – how did he not fall when the guy get when Robert Woods gets hey, motherfucking YG? Yeah, he said fucking find okay. me. I ain't worried about okay. it. Find me. But the standing up part, I don't know how the fuck he kept his balance, dude. I would have fallen around right on my. And floor. it looked like it, it slick looked like he had a uh, volunteer security guard jacket on. I, I don't know if he stole that from somebody. <laughs> I thought and, that too. And just hop, hopped up on there or what? But yeah, well that that was the game of the week. I know. Um, Whoever I'm playing a fantasy this week, I can't think of your fucking name, but you did sit Jared Goff, so appreciate that. Oh, Lens, I think we got we got a big <laughs> yeah, one tonight. Shout, though, shout right? out! Yeah, we do. We'll get to that one. Um, but John Gruden, before we do, uh, getting his first win after coming squeaked back to the Raiders, out. squeaked it. I know the Browns. Oh man, it's like 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 a Rick coach team kick right in the yeah, dick. I think Hugh Jackson Hugh Jack- um, an idiot. <laughs> Yeah, okay, get back to we talk about it every every podcast almost. Feeling good about this five win over under for the Browns. I mean, yeah, they play the Falcons, so there's a win. Uh but oh, but you got speaking but, of nut kick. I think I think they'll be fine. If anything, we're gonna push. Okay. All right. I like it. Clean, simple. And just to throw out there, I was looking like 
normally I'll pick two or three games and we'll talk about those because they were either really close games or they had some high-powered teams or some stars in there. But I was looking through – there was a pile of close games in the NFL this week. If you, I don't know if you had the Sunday ticket. It would have been a good week to have it. But, I mean, I, almost every game was within a touchdown to 10 points. I mean, I don't know, boys. Is the NFL just a bunch of – Subpar teams, or do y'all see any really, really good teams sending out? Cole, I'll start with you. Uh, well, to touch on the, just the NFL in general at first, I mean, for some reason this year, it, it looks like it's the year of the offense. There's not a lot of D going around. Um, That's a fact. I, I, you know, I, I don't know what the deal is, but I, there's been a lot of high scoring games. Um, hammer the over. Hammer it. But um, as far as is there any really good teams. I mean, I think you always got to the Patriots in that mix, but I do want to say the Rams are playing really good ball right now. Um, obviously, their defense didn't look that great last Thursday, but you got Jared Goff, who I, I was listening to the, uh, the commentary, um, you know, in the in the game, and they were mentioning that when Goff first got there, that he was just absolute buns. Um, was it tip? Yeah, they said they went to one of his practices and he couldn't even throw a spot. Yeah, well, that was they, first year head coach. Too, yeah, right? that's they, they had a defensive coach. I think it was Fisher. They had a defensive coach. Um, yeah, but Fisher did draft him. Right, but now they've got an offensive-minded guy, young guy, and uh, yeah, I mean, uh, look at what he's doing now. Who would have thought that golf would be um, as good as he is now? But so I, I you know, I got the Rams, the Chiefs. Um, I think that. Mahomes is going to simmer off a little bit at some point, and he's going to start making some turnovers. But um, the Rams, Chiefs, Patriots—I'll be—I'll be, I'll be okay. willing to put money on it. Um, Keaton, do you agree? <clears throat> you agree with those Rams, Chiefs, Patriots? I mean, those are, the, are those the elite teams in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, there's no question about the. Patriots, I agree. But, I agree. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, it's just hard for me not to put them in there. You know right, what I'm saying? <laughs> right. And, Josh Gordon comes back. You got Amon, or uh, excuse me, Edelman. I mean. It's hard for me to not put him in there. Edelman will be back this week. Yeah. It's huge. But I I think you also have to throw uh, Jacksonville, despite their rough performances the past two weeks. I think you have to throw Jacksonville in the mix. Saints, yeah. That's what I'm saying. As much as it hates us to say it, the fucking Saints. But I I think Baltimore might be on the climb in the the AFC. Love that. Love that. I like it. All right. um, And we'll get to the Monday night game at the very end. We'll have our predictions. Uh, But. Fortunately enough, the boys got a present this weekend. We got to go to the Falcons game. Hey. Shout out my little bro. Yeah, shout out. Shout out Art. Connor. Shout out Art. Oh. I mean, huge pickup there. Um, so we got that. We went for a preseason game. Uh, if you go back to our second podcast, I did a little preseason one. But um, we actually got to walk around the stadium. I know at halftime, Keaton and I toured the stadium, kind of. So we'll, we'll rate the stadium at the end. But we got to talk about the game. Hell of a game, but just not the outcome we wanted. I'll start with you, Keaton, because you were seated a little bit above us. You did have better seats, so you probably got a better view of the game. Yeah, we had a nice vantage point up there in the club level. Uh, <laughs> was um, it bad having bottle sit- service? No, but we'll talk about that later. It sucked. Um, <laughs> but but anyway, uh, you know, the front seven, I thought, in my opinion, looked pretty good. But our secondary looked like fucking Swiss cheese, man. I, I multiple <clears> times, <throat> you see A.J. Green just – Streaking down the middle of the fucking field. I mean, it's their best receiver, dude. You got to put some somebody on him. Uh, but offense, again, Matt Ryan with a, a, a decent week, kind of turning me into a believer there. Uh, okay. Julio, clutch grab after clutch grab. And then we got Calvin Ridley staying strong and a two-touchdown performance. has five tugs in two weeks. Uh, that's a 
Uh, I think it's a pretty promising that's, future that's for the perfect. Falcons, but you know that clock's ticking on Julio, and and I think we gotta, we definitely have to uh, make some moves here pretty soon, especially with the way that this division's shaping out. I think Carolina had a bye week this past week, but as y'all have mentioned, man, the Saints are firing. Carolina's pretty good. We got that one ge- that one game up on them, but uh, we definitely have to start winning some fucking games if we're gonna see the playoffs this year. Now Cole Cole sat with me, so he had the same. Perspective as I did, Cole. What did you think? I, I mean, well, just what Keen said. I mean, there's too many absolute just busted coverages to where people are, I mean, wide ass open. Like I understand sometimes, uh, you know, safety and the, the safety in the corner can sometimes get crossed up and be on the same guy, and it not really. But I mean, there is times where someone wasn't in a deep quarter part of the field where there's just no one there. Um, and to the point where receivers are waving, and it's just ridiculous. But, um, I mean, but that, that just goes with how many, you know, the injuries and whatnot. We can make those excuses all day, every day. Um, we went to the preseason game. We saw the backups, and we got our asses whipped. Um, so the backups aren't looking, you know, that good right now. But we started to get some of these guys back, and uh, we'll, we'll see how it's going. Um, I'm hoping the, the Bucks, uh keep trending in the downwards direction. Um, the Panthers, obviously, they're – pretty damn good the Saints are really good it's a really tough division so that we have that at least on our side it's a really good division um I think there's but yeah it was we really don't have that right now man with Jameis back yeah facts crab legs dude crab legs Mm. um well talking about the game now we'll move on to the stadium if you've never been to Mercedes I mean it's an absolute spectacle uh the halo board is top notch but overall Keaton I'll start with you Rate the stadium's uh, just overall feel to fandom. I mean, it ha- what, where does it compare to some other places you've been? I mean, just compared to the Dome, I mean, obviously it's uh, newer architecture and new ideals, ideas there. So, I mean, I, every stadium that they build, you know, keep getting better and better, just like we saw the new, the new projections for the L.A. stadium. Looking pretty oh, yeah. sweet, but God. Um, you know, I think the the ass. way that they incorporated this the background, the backdrop of the city in there is long and Ooh, that's a, that's a fun, isn't it, man? And, and if you look kind of like in the back of this, uh, the back, it's kind of just shelled in a big glass case almost. It looks like uh, <sighs> there's not a bad seat in the house. Um, I, the the noise I've heard is a little suspect during concerts, but I mean, as far as a sports venue, I think it's. It's uh, one of the best out there. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I mean, that, that was going to be my first point is, um, I mean, on these big third downs and stuff like that, it was extremely loud in there. It's obviously awesome, always awesome to have a, a dome. Um, weather will never be an issue, so that's good. That, my biggest thing is I had some, some buddies uh, I grew up with that I went and met up with at halftime, and the biggest thing for me <laughs> um, is how many different bars they have, just like sitting right under the concourses and – I mean, I I think I may have stopped and got a fireball shot at each one, but oh, that's dude, beside what, the let's point. Talk, let's talk about security. You you finagling your way yeah, down the just, front row? Oh yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> Cole left this out. He Cole did leave this out. He he finagled his way. He sent me a Snapchat. He was two fucking rows up from the cheerleaders. Oh, he had my. worked his way just down. Great ass. What a I mean, spot. No no security. I mean, he's just yeah. We we did yeah. It got to the point to where uh, we all sat down there, and I was kind of a little like, dude, I don't, I don't, you know, no, no one said anything, and I could see under the chairs. You know, when you get done eating your food, you kind of just slide it under there. <laughs> People's foods were under, and I was like, shit. Dude, <laughs> oh, my God. buddy, was sitting in somebody's <laughs> seat. Yeah. So uh, finally, I saw a security guard walking down, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna go back to my seats. I holler at y'all. Let's get a shot, and then let's ride. Uh, well, no, we did. We, the boys did have a Sunday. We had to. We had to take it out, the loss. Uh, we are a little 
we do have some headaches, I would think, today. Went to the bar um, after that. Uh, it, was, it was an all day yeah. event. It, it was an it was uh, um, it was an all day event. It was a Sunday fun day. It's a good good day, good way to put it. Um, well, just back to the stadium. It was awesome, as everything in Atlanta is. Like, I mean, SunTrust with this now, Atlanta low key is a drinking city. Well, I shouldn't even say low key. I mean, the stadiums. I mean, it like Cole was saying, it's just. <laughs> They just funnel you to these the batteries. That expect you not show. to get absolutely canned. I mean, on a fucking Tuesday, you'll be seventeen bourbon and the cokes deep at the battery. I mean, it's just. I mean, I Don't love to it. Say no but, sometimes. Um, back uh, as I did preview the Chiefs Broncos tonight Monday Night Football. Thirty seconds, boys. Each. I'll start with Cole. Who you got and why? Um, I mean, I'm going to have to go with the Chiefs. I mean, like I mentioned, I, I think uh, Mahomes is going to start cooling off a little bit. Um, he's got tons of playmakers, a bunch of small guys who are real fast, um, real electric. They can – I mean, playmakers is, is, is the best way to put it. Um, but, I, like I said, I, I think he's going to – I don't necessarily think he's going to start struggling at any point soon, but he can very easily do exactly what – my best comparison right now, in my opinion, is I think he's going to – it's going to be like a Ryan Fitzpatrick deal. He's going to – have a game where he throws like four. He's riding the Yes, way. absolutely. He's, He's going with the flow right now. He's okay. looking really good. He obviously is setting records. Um, but in the Broncos, a lot of guys, they're, they're young. They've got a lot of no-name guys. Um, they can get the job done. But, um, I, I, I mean, I know who the running back is, but a lot of people wouldn't even know who he is. Um, you know, they, I, it's, it, I think it's going to be a good game. Both teams are good. Um, I got the Chiefs winning. But uh, I, I'm going to – I think Mahomes is going to throw a pick or two. Keep. You know, I, I like that, Cole. Uh, I think the Chiefs will cover that three-point spread. Um, what What's the over? Over-under is 53-and-a-half right now. Uh, I say absolutely fuck up. Bust it. Hammer it. Should we ha- let's hammer, hammer the over. I also, think, let's, let's hammer the I also over. think that you have to hammer this total team points for the Kansas City Chiefs at 29 right now. Wow. Ooh. Giving them insider information. That's good. I, inside, lock us up for insider trading. Shout out that linebacker. I can't think of his name. But, Michael uh, Kendrick. <laughs> Michael Kendrick, shout out. Uh, shout out Martha Stewart. Us from Jet. Shouts out to the fucking. Holler, the, holler at us from Jet. Everybody's trying to make a dollar, man. Idiot, what idiot. Well, uh, that is the show, so we'll start with the shout outs. Keep. Hey, man, I'm just going real sentimental. Shout out to the uh, Dylan Thomas family. That's uh, awful news to okay. hear. My first time hearing about it on the podcast today, but uh, T's and P's out to the family. Like it, Cole. Yeah, appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. As always, check out the uh, Twitter page. It'll have all the information you need as far as the podcast channel, um, when the next ones are coming up, kind of what's the rundown with all of them, at Bet Talks. Um, follow all of our handles, social medias. That, that's on there as well. Um, be good or be good at it. And my shout-out is simply to FIFA 19. Oh, you're so excited. You probably hear from your boys in a long while, so don't even try to fucking contact us. And as we do every time, peace. Peace.